Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and with me from a remote location, we've got Joe. Hey, man. And from another remote location, Jimmy. What's up? Hello, boys. How's everybody doing? Pretty good. I mean... That's good. (laughs) Fairly healthy house, except for a pretty raspy uh, child. But, you know, he's living life. (laughs) You gotta, like, cut down on his cigarettes. It's uh, (laughs) It's a nasty habit. Not great. Yeah, I heard he switched to menthols last week. (laughs) You got him on the patch. It's weird. It weirdly started as you were trying to get him to stop sucking his thumb, so you gave him some cigarettes. (laughs) But, uh... Suck on this, kid. (laughs) Well, the problem was, is he like dipped his thumb in like bourbon so that because he was like wouldn't go to sleep. So then he would suck (laughs) his thumb and then he would only go to sleep with that. So you tried to wean him off of that, but you had to wean him off of the thumb. Then the cigarettes happened. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not, he's not smoking (laughs) the cigarettes. We're not, we're not animals. He's just, we just, yeah, he's just, we're just rubbing the tar on his, the nicotine on his gums. Yeah. It's more for the look, really. (laughs) <laughs> it is a cool it is a cool looking baby yeah, yeah. with the jean jacket i mean <laughs> the jean jacket cigarette hanging out of the mouth oh, God. well it, especially with the the pack of cigarettes rolled up in one of his sleeves it's as big as his arm <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool it's a cool looking kid yeah well yep we're uh we're uh, flying remote today, listeners. Uh, in my house, currently upstairs, there is a COVID running wild somewhere upstairs in my house, but I am <laughs> hunkered down in the safety bunker of the basement, so everything's fine. <laughs> and I'm and apparently I'm still immune to it because I don't think I got it yet. <laughs> nice. Two and a half years ish later. It's impressive. And no positive case yet, not, not not by me. That you know of. Yeah, currently. I mean, we'll figure it out. I'll get it one day. It'll be the. <laughs> it'll get me. It'll get me one day. Yeah, I don't. I don't want you to be left out. Oh, is that? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Was it? Wait, we uh, got sick because of that envelope we opened. What did you send us? <laughs> <laughs> the fresh virus it's not even covid anymore it's like some new coronavirus corona 20 hot off the black market they're probably i don't know knock, already a knock on the woods huh? but like i haven't gotten it yet either so you know <laughs> yeah it's someone needs to take me and josh's blood and like study it yeah you probably just Man. have great antibodies Already. I guess it would be. I guess it would be cool if my blood had like some sort of superpower, you know, attributed to it, as if like, you know, oh his his blood. But if my blood is just, I don't get COVID, and that's all. I'd be a little <laughs> disappointed if that was like what I could do. Hmm. I guess if it could help like millions and millions of people, that would be cool. But <laughs> it would probably be like only him. It only helps him. It can't help anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds more like how my blood would work. <laughs> Hmm. Selfish so. blood. Yep. Yep. So 
it's just me hanging out in the basement, sleeping in the guest bedroom, getting uh, just woken up every hour by cats that don't know why I'm down there. It's great. <laughs> Who, wait, Fantastic. who's in here? Who's in here? <laughs> um, oh, one other thing. The other day, this Jimmy's going to be way excited about this, potentially. Um, I mm. watched the Eric Bana 2003 Hulk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like last week. Uh, that movie's awesome. Yeah? <laughs> oh. That's it not really where I is. expected that to go. It's like weirdly good. I don't even um, know that I've seen it. I think you need to see it. It's got uh, Jennifer Connelly in it. and Oh, yeah. Uh, that that Sam guy. I forget what's his last name. He's the guy that always plays like cowboys. Sam Water. Water? Um, Waters? I'm not sure. Can't remember his last name. Um, you know, he's the one. He's the guy that like talks to the dude and Big Lebowski and stuff. Sam Elliott. Um, would... Sam Sam Elliott. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I watched it. The only thing I, I don't think I finished it. I think I watched most of it and I haven't f- finished it yet. I got to the point where at some point he fights, hulked up dogs, and that's really close to huh. the end of the movie. And I'm like. I hope the big bad in this movie isn't just dog. Like he just fights <laughs> just dogs, fights a pack of dogs that are kind of mean. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> I mean, you know who fights dogs? Like Michael Vick fights dogs, not dog. <laughs> Come on. Oh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, but like, <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird bad guy. So I'm waiting for it to be. I, I gotta finish it. I gotta figure out what's going on. So Interesting wait, you story. haven't it's, seen it either. I've seen it, but I don't remember any of it because then I just, it was just on, and I was like, "I'll watch this," and I was just shocked at how good I thought it was while I was watching it. I was like, "Why is this so good?" Okay, I've never heard anyone say that movie was good. It's like it, it's just like very nuanced in a way. It uh, they do a lot of interesting things. Um. They do like some solid like homage East type things to like the Lou Ferrigno Hulk. Okay. And there's a point where it's like when he gets like the gamma radiation and you know, he's going to be the Hulk, but he hasn't like transformed yet. He keeps having like dreams of like the Hulk and other stuff. And one of them is just like the Hulk in like a dark room, like looking through like a an a jo- like a door that's a jar and he's just kind of like staring through a door like at presumably like Eric Bana's mind's eye or something. It's like mostly it's really funny, but it's like great <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> okay. Huh. Yeah. So uh Joe. What's uh what's first and last? Lee directed that? Isn't that mm-hmm. the pie guy? Yeah, huh. and uh, Brokeback. He directed Eric Bana's Hulk? <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Anyway, sorry, what are we doing? Podcast? Uh, Hulk pod now. Right. Hulk pod. Watch all the Hulks. Love it. I have thoughts. <laughs> I've done a little Googling of Hulk dogs, and uh, <laughs> there's a lot of hulky dogs out there. Really? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He fights three of them. Yeah. There's a good screen gab. Screen gab? Screen grab of uh, one of the dogs just taking a chunk out of his shoulder. Just gnawing on it. Nice. 
Yeah, he looks, it, it bites him good. Yeah, he looks annoyed. He doesn't like it. Yeah, he's not a fan. <laughs> uh, normally a TV pod, though. Uh, we take a TV <laughs> show, watch the first episode, skip straight to the end, watch the finale. Um, and then based on those two episodes, we form a full picture. Um, we barely even read the Wikipedia. We just assume that everything we saw in the first and last episode is all that happens. Uh, we judge it based on that. As That's all right. things should be judged. Yeah. By the <laughs> first thing you remember and the last thing you remember about it. The front cover and the back cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it's done. And we've done That's right. 269 of those shows in that way. Too nice. A, a couple of them. Do you want to know what the 270th is going to be? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, this show, I believe, I should really know the actual answer to that before I say it, but I believe <laughs> it was the runner-up in our April, uh, what was it called? April Madness? A- April Madness. You, you made it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what one? I can't even remember now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, next April's almost here, Jimmy. You can put yeah. you can put a uh, Seinfeld back in it. We'll see oh, Arthur won, so that's what we watched. Oh, okay. This was uh, this was the runner-up, I believe, and it was AP Bio. Oh, that show's mm-hmm. done. Yeah, oh yeah, it was canceled, and then. It was canceled again. <laughs> it was on uh, <clears throat> NBC, and then it got, uh, for two seasons, then it got canceled, then it got picked up, so then it just got basically moved to Peacock for two seasons. Mm. Got it. So Glenn yeah, Howerton, I... special. Jody, you know anything about this show? Because I've seen a solid amount of it. I have not. Um, is it related to? It's not connected to like Michael Schur at all. I don't think so. Okay, but like watching it, I it it has. Um, I mean, it's not like a sing like a um, single cam. Is it? Oh, yeah, I guess it is. What am I thinking? Single cam, but maybe not like mockumentary like but The not, Office or Parks and Rec. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not it mockumentary it, ju- it just doesn't feel like a like a Michael Schur. Gotcha. To me. Uh, so, created. no, never seen it. It looks like it's created by Mike O'Brien, who mm-hmm. is a like SNL guy, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense okay. because if you look at the EPs, like Seth Meyers and Lauren Michaels are also EPs oh, nice. on this show. Um, Patton Oswalt really steals the show. I like Patton Oswalt in things. Generally, when he's in things, I like him. Even if I don't like the thing, I usually like what he's doing in it. <laughs> just, yeah, same. Just like, you know, this this show's feeling a little flat. Um can we get Pat Oswald in here? 
<laughs> Which show? Well, do- I was going to say, oh, we did a show on this pod where, like, he was unexpectedly, like, the main guy's friend or something. Was it, like, King of Queens or something? Or oh, gosh. Was it? I wasn't here for that one. I can't remember what he was in. But, yeah, he was just, like, kind of around in one show, <laughs> like, quite a bit. Yeah, I think it was King of Queens. I'm seeing that he's credited there. Nice. Yeah. That's he's probably it because the... we haven't watched. Uh, he narrated the Goldbergs, which is the sitcom. Hmm. And, we haven't uh, watched that yet. Is that done? I, uh, 20, according to Wikipedia, it's 2013 to present. So it does. I do not believe that it's done yet. Yeah. He was in a bunch of the uh, Mystery Science Theater reboot on netflix he also did the uh that like star wars rant and uh parks and rec one time about uh oh yeah <laughs> the filibuster yeah and that was pretty funny um he's uh, yeah so in the mcu Glenn ha- what's up he's in the mcu <laughs> that is true tech. um but i was gonna say glenn howerton dennis of always sunny is oh. like the main character in this show yeah. joe um i mean he's he obviously is not playing dennis because <laughs> mm-hmm. like a, a quite dennis character but he he is got sort of like a like a mild dennis aura to him i guess as far as like i don't know being uh like mad easily angried at things <laughs> okay uh, maybe like very excitable kind of character i would say you know jimmy do you agree with that yeah he's he's got dennis vibes for yeah. sure but yeah it's, it's like dennis not... vibes without being like uh like a sexual predator <laughs> yeah it's kind of like dennis vibes pre dennis um going down the like sociopath route so like early dennis okay where it's just like <laughs> only where where it's like now and it's always sunny he kind of like thinks he's really smart and like normal but like obviously is really like more and more as the seasons go on he's just kind of insane like everybody is kind of just lost touch with reality uh right this show he doesn't do that he's just he's just mad <laughs> It's just mad. Should I say um, a little bit of the the premise? Yeah, of this show. Yeah. So, because he he's a he's mad because he's a, like a was a Harvard professor who lost his job. I don't remember why. And he's he's moved home and like to his hometown into his mother's house, um, who's passed, um, and has a teaching job at the local high school. And, you know, thinks he's very above it and he's trying to get his career back together in, uh, while he's got to <clears throat> hang with these kids teaching AP biology. Okay. So it sounds a little bit, well, it sounds a little bit like community in that it's just like a guy who's in kind of like a dumpy situation who feels like he's above it. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. But he seems because like unlike i guess community if i can think about it he you know how like 
that Joel character. I mean, he probably does eventually, but he has like his fellow teachers in this one instead of like students because mm-hmm. he's teaching like high school. And so he's got his mm-hmm. teachers that he definitely feels like he's above all of these like small town teachers. And then he barely utilizes his class to actually teach. He he does it. He just uses the children to like do his schemes essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like uh, when uh, Oliver, what was his name? Is the season where um, John Oliver is teaching the class, but doesn't really teach uh, that subject. Oh, in community. It's familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the show? <laughs> I've seen a lot of it. Joe's seen all of it. Yeah, though, I've seen all so. of it. I didn't. I don't remember though. I, remember I feel that. like a lot of it is just like lost to my memory. Anyway, he there is some winger vibes for sure in Glenn Howerton's uh, character. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny if his character's name was just Dennis. But I don't think it's it is. Like, it's Jack. Oh, I yeah. I remember Jack. that part. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Jack. Uh, Joe, just for fun, for old time's sake, uh, since we've both seen this, I don't really remember, but do you want to walk us through a, the first episode? Um, yeah, I think we start off with him. I think we, this show mostly stays at school. Um, and maybe in some of the later season episodes, uh, like later within season one, we get more of his like home or outside of school life. Um, but so I think, yeah, it's first day of school. Uh, He's teaching AP bio and, uh, he... I don't know. What's something? What do I remember about AP Bio? Because I took AP Bio. Nice. There's a lot of cell stuff. <laughs> we dissected a cat at the end. Gross. A cat? A cat, yeah. Why? What? <laughs> There's a lot of cats, man. I don't know why, but I feel like dissecting a cat sounds way more messed up than dissecting a pig. Um, <laughs> I was like, where did that cat come from? <laughs> a lot more cats than pigs, I feel like, in yeah. the world. Yeah. <laughs> Got to dissect something. Is that like where the, like they were like, well, Pound had a purge day, so we're doing cats today. It's probably, to the alley. sadly, cats. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I probably nailed it. Um, so, yeah, maybe not cats. Maybe it's like he is, they're supposed to dissect a frog or something, but he doesn't have budget for a frog. So he uh, has to fashion a dissection of like a a burger or something and use it as a mega metaphor of like <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> you know, a full body system and how it all works together. Nice. The lettuce is this is, I was going to say the skin, but the bun would be the skin, yeah. I guess. Right. And then Patton Oswald comes in and eats the burger. Yeah. I was going to say, tell us about <laughs> Patton's uh, character. Uh, he's the principal. All right. <laughs> Well, yeah, why is. don't we he is. see? He is. If, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Dead on. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. How did you know? How did you know? Um, all right, cool. Well, now that we know the first episode's been ruined, why don't we watch it? <laughs> Love it. Uh, the f- first episode looks like it has a name. Oh, snap. Thank you. Thank you, regular TV sitcom, naming your episodes because you respect the show you're writing. <laughs> Uh, 
So great. What a breath of fresh air you picked today, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> this first episode debuted on February 1st, 2018, and it looks like it was called Catfish. So we're going to watch that, and we'll be back after it is done. And we're back. We're done with the first episode of AP Bio. It was called Catfish. Uh, Jimmy, you got a write-up for us? Yeah. When Harvard philosophy scholar Jack Griffin finds himself teaching high school in Toledo, he tosses the syllabus and recruits his students to help mentally break his dream job-stealing nemesis, Miles Leonard. In this episode, Jack encourages his students to catfish Miles on Facebook. Well, they're supposed to come up with uh, some some something to say to catfish him, but then at the end, in the credits, we find out that one of the kids has actually done it, actually sent it. It was the the girl. The her name is Heather. I don't know if we learned her name in this episode. I don't think so. She just had like the one line or the one section where she was reading this thing that she had written and it's pretty messed up she's uh one of my favorite characters in the show she's hilarious for sure yeah this is one of those shows too so so um i'll back up we have uh the cast is jack griffin as glenn howerton and then Patton oswald as durbin the principal ralph Um, is his first name ralph durbin you have three, um, like a trio of lady teachers who are friends. Um, and I think we only heard, they said Michelle's name. Um, but the other ones are Steph and Mary. And then you have a lot of kids in the class and we heard lines from maybe about four or five of them. Um, including one kid who's bullying, who's a, bully who's doesn't start in the class um it's kind of kind of a b plot is that jack has taken interest in this uh anarchist kind of wiener kid named devin and uh at the end towards the end of the episode they pull in his bully because um the the trio of lady teachers have have given jack advice to um get these kids together and that's how uh the bully will stop bullying what else other people i guess you didn't mention is the other two people besides that we met were sarika who's like oh yeah very just like classic um just like kind of like teacher's pet nerd mm-hmm. type type girl yeah she sits in annie middle. edison who what she's annie oh, edison from annie Community. okay yep yep she's Community. annie Exactly. Um, sits right in the front middle of the, of the Annie with like a little bit more confidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's from a high schooler? Less of an Adderall problem. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. We, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, and then the guy. There's one one person that sits right next to her. Who I don't know if they said his name is Marcus, mm. and he's just like kind of your classic like just skinny nerd. Mm-hmm. Just like wiry yeah. little skinny nerd, nerd tropes, and actually off the bat, um, De- uh, Dennis, not Dennis, damn it, Jack, <laughs> um, 
is like, yeah, this is an AP class. You're all you're a bunch of nerds. Um, <laughs> like, oh, start start shutting up. That's a I forgot about that. He's got a great every time he enters the class, he tells the class to start shutting up. I love that. <laughs> I mean, he did it so many times in this episode, and I know he continues to do it through at least the first season, where he's always like, "All right, now it's time to shut up." Yeah. They and then he's sure always like eating an apple and he tries to just nonchalantly throw it into like the trash can and he always misses. So there's always like an apple on the ground and he's just mm-hmm. telling all the kids to shut up. Mm-hmm. Good teacher. I mean, so the show itself literally starts off with Jack running his car into the school's like stone sign and then getting out of his car and grabbing like a crowbar out of the trunk and chasing some guy off as like his classroom is watching from the window from mm-hmm. inside the school. And he's like clearly late because mm-hmm. they're already like ready for class. <laughs> right. Yeah. Generally, a teacher probably has to be at school before they're sitting in their class <laughs> yeah. waiting for them. Would be ideal. Um, but then I really like because what he does is he when he walks right into the... Um, classroom he basically for to his class but also for us he goes this is what this show is about right now <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm here right i hate it i'm gonna our goal is to shove our, like we need i need to get revenge on this guy and i hate him and, he, and yeah. he's like why i'm here yeah, whose face am i, I shoving him. this in yeah who and versus just, <laughs> yeah and so he's got his nemesis named miles which just seems like it seems like Miles doesn't hate him. They talk on the phone like once or twice in this episode. Mm-hmm. And Miles is like, hey, man, hit me up when you're in California. Too bad you're 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 on like sabbatical. <laughs> Hope you come back. But that guy's just like killing it, like has a good job and just released a book. So Jack like hates him. Yeah. Miles doesn't seem to be aware that he's Jack's nemesis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very one sided rivalry here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, Jack yeah, exactly. describes the whole thing while drawing it in a very elaborate, like stick figure, uh, drawing on the chalkboard, mm. which he continues to do um, throughout this episode. Is draw these great stick figure things of what's going on. Yeah, one other thing I love that the kids try to do is they keep trying to like convince him to teach them. Right. and then when he starts talking about things they'll start writing things down and he like shuts it down he's like what do you stop don't write that down and he's like because he like just starts talking about something he likes yeah and then they start like jotting notes down and then that one time he came in and the kids were starting to do a rap to convince him to teach them <laughs> and he's like were you gonna rap about how i should teach you no 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 <laughs> and he was like offended by that the one kid in the closet was was great. Just, oh yeah, and he's like a smoke machine in a closet, and he has a saxophone. And then he made him throw away the saxophone. Yeah, he's throw like, it away. Were you guys gonna have a sax solo in your rap? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> Saxophones don't belong in rap music. There was a lot of good lines. Yeah, I thought this first More episode lines. really was pretty funny. Made me go, I'm into this show. I mean, I was into the show, and I watched probably three of the four seasons of it, I think, um, and or maybe two. I when did when did they get canceled and then come back? Like wh- in between, what seasons were those? 
because that's probably when I stopped watching it. Between two and three. Okay, maybe I've never seen three then, but I remember they got canceled and then it just went away and then it lost, uh, went out of my mind, so it's gone. I've seen uh, three and a little bit of four. The first episode of season four is amazing. Oh, well, <laughs> that's not the episode we're about to watch, Jimmy. No. Uh, Joe, what did you think? Um, I feel like it, uh, it didn't really grab me. Um, I what feel, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it wasn't, um, I could best like summarize it as it felt like it didn't. <laughs> and I feel like I'm hesitating here in the same way that I thought the show hesitated. It felt like it didn't, it felt like it like pulled its punch on like whatever it was trying to do. And I feel like that give me uh it not it didn't make me confident in knowing where the show was gonna go like Mm. is it gonna be super irreverent um is it going to be like somewhat heartwarming because he's trying to teach these kids or something right off the bat he like told us that it's not gonna be that but like you kind of think it might float back that way well he definitely like yeah obviously kind of works for this one kid who's being bullied and is like in a way trying to help him out, you know. So he's already he is being a little to help, trying to help mm-hmm. kids. Yeah, yeah. True. It felt like it from the beginning. It was trying to the show was trying to not be certain things, um, but I don't think it tried enough to be a certain thing. Does that make sense? I I kind of want to dive a little deeper because mm-hmm. I try to figure out what one of those things as an example is because in a way I'm I'm thinking like something uh, the example of Jack just being like a hard ass dickhead you know Mm -hmm. Um, but then him being nice to that kid is like kind of the show going like well we want him to be a douche but like he needs to be good too Mm -hmm. or likable but it's also like Mm. he's clearly uh, oh just as a character overcompensating for just his probably just downward spiral of whatever he's going yeah, through. Things are not mm-hmm. going well for him. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I, I take that as a character redemption or at least their only attempt to do that for them. But I'm mean, guess what, what do you think they're attempting incorrectly? I guess. Is I, th- I guess I think that there, if I can compare it to other shows, like it you feels may. like community, at least in the early seasons, like, had a little bit more like heart in what like Jeff was trying to do. Um, and then, you know, comparing directly to Glenn Howerton where like his character in always sunny is, and all of the characters in always sunny are completely off the deep end, just like terrible people. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and this felt like it fell somewhere in between. Um, where like his like honesty in front of the students is in some way um like a Jeff Winger where he's you know just being very blunt about his intentions um but it, it is also like high school students like mostly kids and it does feel a little gross in like an always sunny way like like that you know this would be actually terrible if a teacher came and did this mm-hmm. there was some um, of that for sure and it and in that sense it like yeah it threw me off in terms of like the the tone i'm just like is this 
all is this going to be a little bit more always sunny or is this going to be a little bit more community or some weird in between um and i feel like that at least just judging from like a first episode um i don't know which version i want more and i don't really know what i'm gonna get <laughs> mm-hmm so, like, I guess if they were, like, college students, that part wouldn't necessarily be too big of an issue because then they'd just be being a dick to adults or something. Well, I guess I'm just it, saying, like, or... I'm not even opposed to him being a dick to kids. But okay. if he was a little bit, <laughs> if he was a little bit meaner to the kids and a little bit less, um, you know, a little bit less heart, then I feel like at least I know where that's going and I can judge whether I want to watch more of this or not. Mm-hmm. But it felt very, like, in between and, like, kind of unsure of, like, well, do we touch this too much? Do we touch this too much? Um, that it felt like, yeah, it just felt like I didn't know what to expect or I don't really know what this show is yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, besides, like, his, like, said objective of, quote-unquote, destroying somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, yeah, it could be a... It could be, like, a pilot issue you know where they maybe have not decided what they want to do you yeah, know a lot or, of shows find their footing or yeah. it could be that they came in with a concept and like mm-hmm. had felt very sure about it and then the network came back and said uh you know this is going to turn true. people off so like sand this part off and like don't do so much of this and sand this part off and then you end up with this pilot that's just kind of trying to please a lot of people mm-hmm. yeah i think there definitely is a little bit of that um there definitely some things change after this pilot. I noticed. Um, yeah. Well, um, for one thing, there's no Paula Pell, who um. From she's a she was a big SNL person mm-hmm. for a long time, and that character changes some dynamics a little bit. Yeah, and uh, takes and I, things off of Jack a little bit. I will say that you know again comparing to Community, like if you compare episodes of community uh, from like beginning of season one to like end of even like season two, there comes a point where they're just like, well, we're going to get canceled. So let's just make the show we want to make. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if this show takes that turn at some point, because like you mentioned in the earlier part that they got canceled after two seasons, then brought back to Peacock and then canceled again. There's like plenty of opportunity for them to just be like, well, like, I don't know how to please these people. Let's just do whatever we want. (laughs) Yeah. Things definitely do get weird. I can, I can say that, but I Mm -hmm. will say like, I didn't really think about the, about this before, but I don't know that, that I think he was really a dick to the kids. I mean, he told him right off the bat, I'm not going to teach you anything, Mm -hmm. but like, other than that, I mean, he was he was pretty ready in his like mom's. They also didn't address at all what he's doing in this house. That's clearly like he said he was in his dead mom's apartment. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, he said that. He said yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all he said about it. But he that's what he said. Okay. He's living in this house that clearly was like built to like be like an assisted living kind of thing. There's a great great scene where he's clearly in her like robe and Durbin shows up with the kid um, that he's that he's been taking an interest in Mm -hmm. and and like and he has though he doesn't like 
like, oh, God, I got to, like, like this little douchebag. You know, he, he goes right into, like, hey, what are, like, what are we going to... What are we gonna do about this? Mm. He is a douche to Durbin, though. <laughs> Pretty much entirely, <laughs> he he's just pushing him around because he can. And he's actually kind of nice to the teacher ladies. It's <laughs> like trying to be respectful and stuff. Mm. He's not good at it, but he's like trying. <laughs> he's not good at it. Uh, well, and then he also. Cause he went on like a date once that was his ex. I thought he said, told mm-hmm. the kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, he's obviously some sort of, he, he is some sort of sexual predator. Cause he was basically only just trying to bang her. Yeah. I <laughs> he forgot told about his that students. Stuff. That was his, what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. There is some stuff. Once he went into like the nemesis stuff and just like completely like mentally destroying him and then trying to, what did he say? He wanted, he was going to, bang his ex-girlfriend as hard as he can or something like that it's like okay Mm -hmm. actually there is a lot more dennis in here than i remembered (laughs) yeah i feel like i like specifically said he wasn't going to be like a sexual deviant and then he really shined in that manner at some point (laughs) i mean you can have you can have that goal but don't tell a classroom of students come on man oh let's see I got nothing. <laughs> I liked it. That's I think great. I liked it. Uh, I, maybe it's maybe I my having seen more of this show is flowing through uh, unconsciously in my brain. You know, when mm-hmm. I'm like, I like this. I would go to the second episode. I also think I just like Glenn Howerton though too. So I have an affinity mm-hmm. towards him based mm-hmm. on like Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. Like I watch we we first and lasted the Mick. But I would say I watched probably way too much of that show that it yeah. that was worth my time because that it was like, um, because she's sweet just D. sweet D, yeah, yeah, um, because that show is like okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys notice anything about the color of the show? Oh, what? just that it's very like teal, blue, and orange. Yeah. Isn't that a thing? Isn't there like uh, like certain shows do kind of palettes for different reasons like that? Yeah, I mean like the teal and orange is like kind of a common thing for like movie posters and stuff because it just like it draws your attention. It's like the biggest contrast. Um but it felt like in this show like like you know most scenes were like this like teal and orange um, and it wasn't just that they like did it in post production. I'm sure there's some like color correction in post production, but like no, they would have kids wearing like orange jewelry and like wearing teal or blue like sweaters and stuff. Like they like this was specifically a style choice. Yeah. I I wonder if it Is keeps it like up. the school uh, <laughs> colors. It's Whitlock, Whitlock school colors. I'll be very honest. I did not notice okay. a color scheme at all. It, fe- it felt but that very is, pastel to me. Mm-hmm. But that, but, well, well, that's very on brand for me, though. That's not a thing I should probably <laughs> notice without <laughs> having watched a couple things. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll see if it, you know, if they keep up with it. I bet you'll notice if it's in there in the last episode. Yeah, well, especially now that you said mm-hmm. it, if it if it happens in the last episode, my uh, I'll be on the lookout basically for mm-hmm. it. 
What are the um, peacock colors? Are they just trying to slip in? <laughs> just just, trying just to get brand to recognition. Watch more peacock, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, should we predict some things? Yeah. Okay. I got four. Um, nice. My first one is Jack goes to his nemesis Miles' wedding. Okay. Ooh, okay. Um, I think Jack turns down a job to stay at the high school. I think oh. he learns that he loves the kids and wants to keep growing young minds. Oh, he turns down an outside job so that he can stay. Yep. Okay. I like it. Um, I think Steph, Mary, and or Michelle, the teachers, I think they give Jack advice. I think they're his like advice people in this show. Oh, okay. Um, and then I think Sarika is gonna be going to Harvard. Oh, okay. Or she's like accepted. I I assume Ooh. that they're probably near their the end of their high school career in four seasons. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I was thinking about that. I should have mentioned that before we started predictions. That I I don't know that it ever really feels like time passes in this show. Oh, which is an interesting thing with with live action shows with with kids yeah it, right all of these actors are are they're not it's one of those shows where they're not kid actors yeah uh-huh. they're just folks who look they're like old. kids well i mean they're not all super old though they're not it's not like riverdale actors they're not all like 30 no but they? they're all graduate they're all adults yeah they're like you know? yeah yeah they're, they're not, definitely all adults they're like skinny 20 somethings yeah. yeah, young young twenties <laughs> at least, but they won't they they won't change that much. Yeah, because I right, assumed right. that all Physically. the students were seniors in the class because it was AP Bio. But that yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they would they should at least be juniors, right? Yeah. <laughs> or really, I remember really gifted youngsters feeling like this could all be in the same year from what I had what I've seen of the show. Hmm. Well, hopefully it's the end of their senior year and she's going to Harvard. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Those are mine. Nice. Uh, I can go. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I have that. Uh, I forgot his name for a second, and I just wrote Patton. Ralph is demoted, so he does something. He's kind of he's kind of effing up the whole time. He's kind of <laughs> trying to rein in Jack and can't. Uh, maybe he's a teacher. I don't know. Jack is demoted. Hmm. I've never two. Jack burns a bridge, and I also want the point if he act if it's a physical bridge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just seems like he's the kind of guy who's uh, he's gonna quickly destroy relationships. Man, um, I definitely want you to get the physical bridge point. That's <laughs> I'm I'm rooting for you there. I appreciate it. And then number three. I think the class, because it feels like the class, the class is kind of on missions for for Jack. That's kind of their their job in this, because they're not learning anything. The class is getting Jack a date. Is their mission to and a that, wedding? Maybe, maybe. It's kind of like in this one, they're trying to destroy a, his his nemesis with a fake date. I think they're getting jack a real date in this one so number four i think the later lady teacher trio i think they're fighting 
they're not friends right oh, now. No. So in this first one, they're oh, like, no. like we said, they're they said that they ha- weren't friends, and uh, the two of them were bullying Michelle. But then Patton made them hang out, and now they're friends. But I think in this one, they're fighting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Joe, cool. Um. So yeah, that bit about it not the show not really functioning in real time in terms of years. Uh, it's probably going to mess up my first prediction because I have that Sarika, the um, teacher's pet from the first episode, is now a teacher. Ooh. <laughs> could Which could plausibly <laughs> happen in four years of real time, but I don't know about four years of show time. So we'll see. She could, she could be, be a, a forward. She might be a TA, and then we can have an argument about that, what that means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um. And uh, going back to the color scheme thing with teal and orange, I think that Jack wears something orange to try to set that off. Nice. Um, I have that Ralph, who, again, is the principal, has a love interest. Um, Ooh. Yeah, like, like someone that I think is an actual character, not just like he's got like an off-screen girlfriend or something, but... I think that that'll balance out his character a little bit. Right now, he's just kind of a, just like a putz. Um, <laughs> so I think him having someone who's interested in him would kind of give him a little bit more balance there. God, would he just have like another putz, like lady friend or something? <laughs> you know, would they just be just two dopes running around in love? Yeah, like um, trying to remember Steve Urkel's girlfriend's name, Myra. <laughs> yes yeah i feel like that's kind of what paula pell is in this show is she becomes she's his secretary mm-hmm. and they're just both kind of just kinda, yeah kind of derps hmm. okay maybe there's a love connection there maybe um and then my last one is that uh i think that this is kind of a hail mary in terms of like they think they're gonna get canceled so let's throw in a curveball to like see if we can drum up some interest for season five. And I think that Jack is leaving the school at the end for something mm-hmm. else. Okay. So we got Josh says he stays. Mm-hmm. Joe says he goes. I we'll guess see. we'll just have to find out. Uh, well, this last episode uh, is called the Harvard pen and it aired on September 2nd, 2021. So we're going to watch that and we'll be back after that. And we're back. We're done with the finale of AP Bio called The Harvard Pen. Jimmy, do you have a write up? Here's what the Wikipedia says. Jack is enraged to find that the AP Bio students have stolen his beloved Harvard pen after he asked them not to touch it. Principal Durbin and Helen repeatedly fail the superintendent's inspections. The end of the series. <laughs> yeah, this was definitely this is definitely a just a solid mid-season episode. No closure at all. <laughs> There was like, uh, some bookending, though, or not really bookending, but some flash forwarding to or flash backing. What am I saying? 
to the just a to the pilot, just a <laughs> which is definitely a thing you do you would normally do in a series finale. So maybe they just always have that in their back pocket. Yeah, the uh, I mean the entire thing is yeah the um, Jack's pen that he brings. Oh, I'm dying on his very first day of school. Um, it's a, a Harvard pen that we find out that his mom gave to him when he was like a young man. Uh, he brings to school and he like puts it down on the very first day and he's like, this is my pen. Never steal it. If there's a fire and I have to save a person, I'm going to save the pen instead of you. <laughs> so he's very obvious. And then he apparently takes a 20 minute nap in the first day of school and our first for his first day of school and Sarika steals it. And then the pen goes through um, weeks of kind of getting passed to per- from person to person. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I can, I kind of wrote down uh, one, some of the highlights of where the pen ended up. You guys want to go through a little journey mm-hmm. with me? Let's hear it. Um, so Sarika gets it. Who's the dude um, with the glasses that was like apparently secretly dating Sarika for a little bit? Caleb, uh, I think. Was his name Caleb? Yeah. Okay. So Sarika breaks up with Caleb after she t- after she steals the pen. She breaks up with Caleb and then makes him sign an NDA so they won't talk about their secret sexual relationship. <laughs> um. Caleb cries and kicks the pen into the hallway where Steph, one of the three teachers, finds it. And she brings it to a lunch roulette where they all bring, like, lunch items and then they spin something to find out who gets what. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, fun idea. <laughs> Put that in our pot bat pocket. That sounds like a fun thing to do one day. <laughs> um, Helen gets a hold of it at some point and... It goes to, it eventually goes to, gets in back into one of the kids' pockets and it goes to a place where they are doing like a Ouija board thing with a pen. Is that a thing where you put like a pen in like the Ouija board like device? What are you Not saying? that I've seen. What are you calling it? What's the Ouija? Well, you, we- Ouija? so what's the, what's the guide? Yeah. Like the guiding arrow thing that you put your hands I've on. I've never seen it with a board. pen. It's just there's usually a board and the board has like letters and letters stuff. and stuff on it. Yeah, and then there's like a and like either it just points to it or sometimes there's like a hole and you can see well either way they put the pen in it and it would draw it would draw on the piece of paper. And so that was like a prank, but apparently everybody that was there knew about the prank. Everybody. <laughs> so no one was being pranked. Um and then eventually it gets stuck in the ceiling in the classroom sometime after that. Weeks later, Helen knocks it back down. It gets to Durbin. Then it goes and Durbin ends up leaving it in the bathroom when he like just buffoons himself into like getting soaked and naked basically and then jumps out of the window because he's in the girl's bathroom when people walk in. Grace. Classic Durbin. Uh, was that was one of those girls' names. And she found the pen, and there is, like, this weird, like, gag that, like, Grace is, like, possessed or something now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't get that. Um, I, I didn't understand that bit, but I thought it was very funny. Because she's, like, she's tapping in Morse code, and one of the kids is, like, listening in and decoding it. 
and he's like oh my gosh i'm like communicating with you grace and she's like not grace we live underground or something (laughs) yeah we we lie beneath yeah we lie beneath (laughs) what the hell that was that was funny i've seen grace in a couple other of the episodes uh from the first two seasons that i've seen and she's like a little dark like you know Mm -hmm. she acts she acts like a little like kind of like a a little dark so she's kind of funny Mm -hmm. like that I don't think she pretends to be possessed by demons <laughs> in other points, so I don't know what that was. But um, fast forward a little bit. Um, let's see. Mary, one of the other teachers, just takes it from Grace. She hangs it on in like an audition form on like a bulletin board. Um, Heather, the girl, the girl with the glasses. Um, mm-hmm who did the, like the the sweet butter sweat or whatever from the first yeah, episode she did the catfishing yeah yeah the catfishing thing and uh she sees the pen and takes it and she uses it in her videos that she entitled Janet Fist is the name of the character and the name of the videos <laughs> yeah. um which i would that sounds like a fun that sounds like a fun youtube video that i would want to watch her that her little series and, uh... called Janet Fist her and Jack have have like the most fun, I think, relationship of this entire show. Of like he he like cues on to her, and she she's like super into like just pleasing him. That's why she actually in the first episode like she's the one who actually goes and uses her thing to catfish the guy and tries to catfish him, and she starts calling him boss. It's like, <laughs> and he's when he's sending him on these missions. Yeah, I, uh, I, I I enjoy her. Um, and then, so she uses it in the video, and that goes all the way back to the beginning of the episode then, and that's the video that Jack is watching and discovers that they have the pen that he's been looking for now for weeks since the months, I would assume, but since the beginning of school. Um, then Jack... I don't can't quite remember how this he gets from here to there. He discovers that they have the pen. Oh, and then they tell him that it's destroyed. Like it got destroyed in other Janet Fist videos, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but then somehow he's like he's complaining to oh, was it Steph about it or something? But then Steph is pregnant apparently and so it's been at least nine, right? It's got to be nearly nine months since the beginning of the show because Steph was clearly not pregnant yeah, in the very first more episode. Than that. Well, I mean, right. you know, maybe she was, uh, maybe she didn't know yet. Maybe she was, you know, a couple weeks in. I guess that's true. <laughs> but I don't know. But she, either way, she's, uh, she's clearly pregnant, but she um, has the baby in the break room of school and Jack helps deliver it. And then he walks back into the classroom after. The kids are like sad or like they think they've fully disappointed him and destroyed his pen and he's just covered in blood Mm -hmm. and they give him a pen and he's like happy about it based on everything he's just now gone through. And then him and the other teachers end up going to the delivery room or like to the hospital after the baby's born and meet the baby for the everyone else meets the baby for the first time. Um, Steph names it Evelyn Jack Duncan. So its middle name is Jack. And then he uses the pen. She said, like, make the baby official. What did he have to sign regarding this baby? 
Yeah, maybe he was like the uh, like a donor or something. Mm, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, he had to like he used the pen to sign something about the baby, named partially after him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then that is the story of Jack's Harvard pen. Yeah. How'd you guys like the episode? <laughs> uh, I loved it. Um, oh, now you like yeah. it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Too late to jump on board now. Um, yeah, so as you kind of described, it's like a, it reminded me a lot of, um, it was like that Simpsons episode where like at the beginning, Bart and Millhouse are like, man, you think there's like a lot of stuff that goes on in this town? And like, I wonder what other people are up to. And then they go through this whole thing where it's just like, mm. um, just uh, all of the minor characters get their own little vignette. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's what kind of happens mm-hmm. in this episode is you get um, just a lot of the other characters, a lot of just like weird short stories and like rapid fire jokes. Um, so like it just in general, I thought it was very funny. I, I also like a good, like shake up the structure episode like this. Yeah. I fully agree with you there. I like it when they change up what a normal episode of a TV show mm-hmm. was and it feels like it belongs. Yeah. And it, but it still feels different, which this one. Yeah. Did, so think. that's really fun. I mean, I another part of this too, is that there's a lot of vignettes and a lot of them keep coming back to the same characters. So like with, um, what's his name? The principal Ralph Mm, and his assistant, Helen, Helen, Helen. like it keeps coming back to them with the inspections. And that's like a kind of a recurring joke while we're on Helen. I think that's who you were saying. Paula Pell that wasn't in the first episode, but she's like a big part of this. She was probably my favorite part of this episode. Um, just like She's very amazing. hilarious and definitely like a good, like different flavor to pair with the Patton, o- Patton Oswald character, um, mm-hmm. where she's kind of got her like silly quirks, but she's like, I don't know whether the way to describe her. Cause she's not like a dummy or an idiot, but she's like kind of crazy or something. And like, you can tell that there's, mm-hmm. she's involved in a lot of crazy stuff outside of school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. there's like a part where like some fbi agents are like interrogating her <laughs> <laughs> yeah because she because apparently she's a hand model and that means that people have her fingerprints oh yeah she's saying that she's yeah, a hand model how does that make any sense she said she was a hand model for a prosthetics company and so her fingerprints get everywhere <laughs> yeah, that's a good bit uh... Which is crazy That's to think that thing. they they would put fingerprints on prosthetics and they would put them at yeah. the person <laughs> who they modeled after. Yep. Yeah. Very accurate. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's, good. That's a good prosthetic. It's an incredible 3D printer. Yeah. She's in most of the show. She just yeah. wasn't in the pilot. They which definitely, is after the pilots, like picked up the pilot and said, but you need like another character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was my favorite part of this episode for sure. I will say, based on some of those things that you said, this show does start to get like this where it's kind of less and less less and less centered around Jack. Mm-hmm. Like like plots move because of Jack, but like they really start to circle like hone in on like it's less like an A and a B 
and a C plot. It's more equal things with lots of things going on. Okay. Um, which gets really, really funny and really interesting. Mm-hmm. I also liked it. <laughs> but it did feel even this episode felt um like with the whole baby thing like at first when that started I was like wait and he's helping her have a baby like is this like a dream <laughs> or like, yeah. what's happening is this real would Jack do this I mean he did I guess so yes he would but I'm th- I'm thinking like you got to be pretty cold, pretty dang. Like, that's real cold to, like, not help somebody when they, like, super need help. Mm-hmm. So he, he helped her, you know. Durbin, like, he's was, not that Durbin was half naked, and he was just like, oh, sorry, man. I can't give you my sweater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. though it's something I could easily give up. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's the thing. It's like when he's like, well, if I don't give you my sweater, like, you'll be fine. He's like, if I don't help you deliver this baby, like, you both will die. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Sure, sure. Yeah. So. That's fair. There's a, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird graph of where his, like, altruism kicks in, but it's, uh, it, it exists. You know, you can map it. Um, I liked it. FYI. Just in case everyone was wrong. Yeah, it was fun. Definitely not a finale. Um. No. Not at all. Um, yeah, right. they just did that, and that didn't. It didn't even seem like a season finale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, no, not really. I mean, maybe because like a baby's born, but it's like mm-hmm. if it was like Jack's baby, it mm-hmm. would seem more like a season finale. Not that the like um, Steph, Mary, and Michelle aren't like kind of like solid parts of the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like. A side character's baby being born isn't necessarily like a season yeah. ending. Event. It is kind of cool that they cut back to the very first scene of the first episode and then play it out a little bit different with like essentially mm-hmm. they rerun the first 10 to 30 seconds of the first episode, but then add on this bit about, oh yeah, and also here's my pen and none of you can use it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, well, because right when right when the first episode would have started playing the music, it like almost started, mm-hmm. and then it like stopped it, and he cut it off, and he was like, "Wait a minute, yeah, wait a minute, one more thing." <laughs> so yeah, it they kind of they did it oh, in yeah. a fun way, where it's like, "Well, if we wouldn't have played the intro, you would have seen yeah, this." Yeah. Right. Me me immediately take a nap. Um, speaking of the intro, that's like I totally forgot. That's like uh, the uh, theme music is the Ramones Hey Ho Let's Go which is probably expensive like for a sitcom to use like an already like legitimate song yeah I I, love I, it. I mean I, th- I think it's a good song for this they picked a good one yeah. you know when the song matches Absolutely. you just gotta pay for it yeah that's that's fair. what we do with our theme music that's fair you know we pay for <laughs> I, it. so I actually found out I just made me think so many things. Um, but I just, I found out that this show was canceled because I was listening to the, it's always sunny podcast <laughs> and they riff on each other for like what they're, what work they're doing outside of it's always sunny. Like mm-hmm. they'll be like, Oh wait, wait, what's that project you're in? And like, call it something stupid. Like what are yeah, they- what's, 
what's Mac's actual show called that he's in besides Sonny? Ro- Ro- yeah, Rob McElhenney's um, show right now is um, Mythic Quest. Yeah, and they call a, it like Mr. Quest they call or it something Mr. like Quest. that. Yeah, like, what 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 is it, Mr. Mr. Quest? That show is amazing, by the way. <laughs> Where was Never I going with it. that? They talk they talk in some episodes of the podcast about just and how how outrageous some like how outrageously expensive some, certain songs are to use on TV. But oh maybe yeah, this I can't imagine. Maybe uh, some like maybe Yoko owns the uh, Ramones catalog. She's just giving it away. <laughs> Yeah, good for her. <laughs> I don't know. Because those guys are dead, right? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Oh, rock, I got Rock and roll band. They got, rock and roll's they dead. dead so. um, but yeah, fun show. I could definitely see watching more of it. And you were definitely right that the... Um, uh, you know, we're we watched the end of season four and it starts off with like um like title cards letting us know that this is only a few months after the pilot. <laughs> so like not mm-hmm. much time has passed in like four seasons. Like not even an yeah. entire school year. And these kids really don't look that much different. No. <laughs> Cause they're adults. I thought Sarika <laughs> looked looked a little <laughs> aged, but Yeah. Um, Other than that, they uh, again interesting about the um, just like them getting canceled twice. They got canceled. Um, what was their one of their last season? Oh, it got canceled in 2019. That's when season two ended. But then 2020 is when Peacock started up, and it kind of felt like they, you know, just wanted to get more content for. Mm. the new streaming service so they brought it back um but then yeah it got canceled shortly after that i was looking at the um the like the ratings numbers which like they don't have ratings numbers for like the seasons on peacock um but Mm -hmm. like they have ratings for um seasons one and two and it's like you know it's kind of what you expect where like at the beginning it gets some viewership because they you know they probably promoted it well and then kind of trails off after that but what's weird is that season one episode two um the ratings like double <laughs> wow yeah it's just a weird jump where it's like their most highly rated episode and it's like double any other episode um but i tried to trace back what was going on and it was they had aired this episode um on nbc after the closing ceremony of the 2018 winter olympics <laughs> oh. um so they like oh, just yeah. had a really nice lead in there of people watching the olympic closing ceremonies and then maybe left the tv on while uh, ap bio played <laughs> <laughs> yeah and is that like man it's fantastic never, I, I assume like all tv ratings are just shit <laughs> these days like something like you really got to have some sort of magic because I mean, I could pretty much name every single person in our friend group uh, and nobody has like regular TV that they watch, you know, like who's got a TV show that you turn on on TV 
like every yeah, week. Yeah, and and like I can't sometimes. can't think of anything. And then you'd have to get set sometimes. up with like whatever the Nielsen rating thing is. Um. Oh, you have to like they just don't get they the can't box? just like suck that out of your TV. No, it used to be like Wait. a box. Yeah, they give you a box or something. You, Actually, got I knew you got a letter from like the Nielsen rating people to be like, hey, like. Why don't you set up your TV so we could like track your ratings or whatever? And like, there was like a a, a one dollar bill in the envelope to be like, hey, like yeah. this is legit. <laughs> I've gotten that before. Oh, I've totally I gotten that. Do yeah, it, I have gotten yeah. that. I just took the yeah, dollar. I just took the dollar and did nothing with That's the envelope. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to, you know. <laughs> I don't, you don't need to track anything I do. Yeah, I'm also yeah not giving you any good data because like, not often that we're watching like, just like regular TV. Yeah, can you imagine right. what they would, they would kill themselves if they found out how <laughs> how little anyone's watching TV yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm curious about. Show. Like TV on, uh, like TV like that is. I feel like, if anything, it getting canceled and moving to Peacock was probably more beneficial for this TV show. In in my mind, it's beneficial for almost every TV show. But then I also don't really understand um, how well that, how they just, I guess they can, it's like somebody like Netflix or Peacock, they can see how many people have viewed Mm -hmm. it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's pretty easy. So they have their own Nielsen ratings, quote unquote, built in. So they can see how much traffic's yeah. driven. But then I also It's not reported um, very well though. But also but like they know. there's there's a rumor I think that I read somewhere essentially that like Netflix these days doesn't usually like getting shows to go past like season three anymore because then it gets too expensive. Yeah. So people people want too much money after that. Well, well, I mean, you know, unless it's like a breakout hit kind of thing, like crazy hit, and you know it's a driver yeah. for subscriptions, it's mm-hmm. one of those special shows. Yep. They're just not going to keep paying you season after season because mm-hmm. you have to like raise the amount. You raise the amount of money that all the actors get right. paid, and most likely, just the other parts of it get more expensive yeah. too. Well, it's to also make. too that it's just like you. It's a different, uh, like business model, right? Where um, as if you're a network show, as long as people are watching, you could sell advertising, right? Right. But on a streaming service like Netflix, um, what you're really selling is you're selling access to people, right? So what's more beneficial for your streaming package? Is it that you have six episodes of like a pretty good show or three episodes or six seasons of a pretty good show or three seasons of two like pretty decent shows like the two separate shows are going to be more Mm. of a selling point for people signing up for your service because like there's more to watch and you also have like you can attract different viewers like right the money's just better spent on like starting up more and more new shows Right. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, I would take, I would take three seasons of two really good shows any time, as long as they were like, th- like finished to end, like done mm-hmm. shows. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's like that's, if they were good shows that were completed, I would yeah, take it. That that's a good point too. Is like, it's not necessarily. But that doesn't happen either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not necessarily a good thing for a show to just keep going on and on and on. That's not necessarily a better right. show. Case in point, The Walking Dead. <laughs> 
Should have ended years ago. What do you mean? Season 45 is fire, Jimmy. 45. <laughs> and it, it it's it is ending. Um so we'll have to we'll stay tuned. Check out they that episode pay, whenever they that pay, they're, they're, It's because they're paying Norman Reedus like a uh, uh, like David Schwimmer money now. You know, <laughs> was was he making the most? Was he making good money? I they were all making. They were all making uh, like, like a million, million dollars an episode, an episode yeah, near yeah. the end. Okay, so. I thought. You named him specifically, so I, I was, oh, was there something with him? No, it was he was the first oh, one's real name I could think of. Okay, that's why I said it. <laughs> that's fair. Lisa Kudrow. That's the next name I can think of. <laughs> nice. Good for her. Jen- Jennifer Aniston. That's the popular one. There we go. I figured it out. <laughs> I that was that's how long it took me to remember her name. I'm just gonna <laughs> let you know that. Hmm. <sighs> I mean, um, so just to back piggyback on all of all of that, yeah, a yeah. lot of people must actually still be watching normal TV because there's still a lot of money to be made in it. Because I, I do think there is still something big about getting on a normal network television, like to be to be picked up by normal network because there's incredible ad money to be made by these for these networks. Yeah. It's, it's all advertisement, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's where the most advertisement money can be made. Um, which at least currently, yeah, which means someone out there, God bless them. And it's not like the advertisers can follow to a streaming service. I guess there are some streaming services that have ads, but most people yeah. pay the premium to not get ads. So like network TV is still the best place to get eyeballs. Right. Even if those eyeballs are all old yeah. and mm-hmm. dying. <laughs> hey, old dying people have money to spare. They can't take it with them. As far as we know, <laughs> they'll find a way. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Should we go to predictions? bury me with it. <laughs> all right uh sure, okay um well i mean we all liked this episode joe you weren't into the first episode you're into this last episode does that make you want to check out one or two more oh yeah to uh, see very much so um especially in the peacock seasons nice. um uh yeah yeah and they're so they're all super short so super I mean, short I- like good jokes I'm into it. The episodes are short and the seasons are short. So what's, what could go wrong? And just like scrolling through like the cast list on uh, IMDb, I see some familiar faces that I've seen from other like NBC shows. Like there's a, the guy who's in community who gets hated on. Yeah. That's like his whole character in anything he's in. (laughs) Yeah. I can never remember his name. He's definitely a comedian with the, with the tight curly hair. Mm hmm. Um, he plays that just exact same person. That's in this. yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. And he is in 17 episodes of AP Bio. <laughs> <laughs> He's who, so good. Can you tell me who you're talking um, about? The actor's I, name is name? David Na- Naher, and his character name is Dave. So nice. In what? Well, who is he in Community? That might. Um, He's like a guy that shows up in a few of their classes, and he's like overly nice, and they He's just sort of Todd. hate on him. Todd, yeah. 
We're watching community right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, Todd. Yeah, they just well, screw him over all the time. Mm-hmm. He's in their like science class or something, and he he's the one he like ruins their yam. <laughs> They're all growing yams. If you if you remember that episode, <laughs> that show starts to get weird. <laughs> just to bring up what? community one more time. Yeah. That's fair. Um, okay. Should we see how we did? I bet we all did real good. Love it. Go for it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'll go first. Obviously, uh, Jack does not go to his nemesis's wedding. So that's no points. Said Jack turns down a job to stay at the high school. Uh, he was not offered a job. Steph, Mary, and or Michelle give Jack advice. Uh, no one really gave Jack advice. He he uh, hmm. gave he helped give birth to Steph's baby, but he did not uh, get advice from her. And then my last one was Sarika is going to Harvard, which they're only like in like week five of school, so they still got a lot of high school <laughs> left apparently. Yeah. So, nope, zero points for me, please. I'm right there with you. I have Patton is demoted. And even though they failed superintendent inspections over and over and over again, still the principal. I had that Jack burns a bridge. I uh, don't know literal or figurative bridges burned, as far as we know. I don't really think so. I think everyone was cool with him. He seemed to get pretty weird about a pen uh, during like a date, but that didn't seem to matter. Um, nope. Number three, the class is getting Jack a date. Nope, they're just stealing his, passing his pen around. And the number four, the later, the lady teacher, why can't I say it? Lady teacher trio is fighting, but no, nah, just doing their normal, normal great stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that a big old donut? Yep. Um, I think I'm there as well. I've got... Sarika's a teacher and clearly not. Uh, Jack wears orange and I was keeping an eye out for this one and he did not. He had like a gray black sweater um, and uh, had Ralph has a love interest, uh, which he didn't, though he did have um, the Paula Pella character who helps balance him out a little bit. Um, and then I had that Jack is leaving the school at the end um, and there wasn't a type of Hail Mary setting change like that so uh nothing for me nothing either um really quick before we end joe do you have anything to say about the color palette in this episode (laughs) um it wasn't as um like it wasn't as obvious in the finale but still very much when they're in the school it's that like teal and orange yeah i mean i almost noticed that in the classroom because there's like a lot of like kind of like bright wood Mm -hmm. around like the chalkboard and stuff that kind of really that really sticks Mm -hmm. out i noticed that this episode but besides that i didn't really notice a whole Mm lot so Hmm. all right listeners that's it that's the the podcast um but if you want to hit us up with uh show suggestions or just get uh get in touch with us for whatever reason you may at uh, FNL podcast on the Twitter or on the Gmail. 
We have Instagram and all that stuff. Links are in the description below. And if you're bored, you could also rate us uh, five stars. Think about it. Like and subscribe. Follow the gram. Yeah, sure. All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.